I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it, so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. What's up? I'm excited. I think we're going to have a fun episode here with Ryan Dowdy. Um, And Ryan is a community builder and expert in sales. She's built multiple seven-figure businesses of her own and helped hundreds of women successfully build the six and seven seven businesses of their dreams. Um, So I'm excited because she likes to talk about sales. And I like to talk about sales because I think so many women come to me and have these conversations. They're like, I'm not a salesperson. My husband is. Or, you know, I mean, you're in financial services. You are a salesperson, but you just forgot to tell yourself about it. But, um, you know, I think that we have the stigma and we think it's bad. And, and, um, I know you and I, Ryan, even though we haven't started much, like we definitely believe in the transformation of helping people. And that's where kind of the rubber meets the road is in the sale. But before we get into that, um, tell me a little about you. And then I, you, you were about to tell me something funny before we started recording about how you know me. So like, go back. Cause I was like, don't tell me yet. Tell me on the recording. Cause like, it's just much more fun to keep it real. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, my name is Ryan Dowdy. I run, I run two businesses. So I run a, uh, a women's uh, community for women leaders called be in the room. Um, and my team and I run an agency called the connection agency, where we help, uh, women business owners start more meaningful conversations that lead to sales in their business. So, um, I, my whole story was, you know, I was, I was, um, a corporate employee for 15 years. I played in sales. I built sales, sales teams um, and trained sales teams in corporate America for 15 years, Uh, left uh, full-time in 2019. And I'll tell you my story about where I bumped into you. It had to been, it was before that time frame, but I can't tell you exactly what it was, but you didn't um, write that date in your journal. Like this is the moment that has changed my life. I swear. I saw this chick, Robin Crane and man, my life will never be the same again. No, no, that's just my dreams. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. This is not about me, but I am very curious. (laughs) Left full-time in 2019. And I'm literally on like iteration number three of my business. Um, and I always, I'm always like to tell people that because it, it's never linear, right? Like it, it never where you start, it's not where you'll end up. So I started as a sales coach for new entrepreneurs, wound up actually launching a sales training organization with a business partner. And when that partnership went south is actually when I launched my, my community for women leaders, because it was what I needed at the time. I didn't need another coaching program. I didn't need, you know, I needed, I needed community. I needed connection. I need people, um, and then the agency we just uh, relaunched or launched at the end of last year. Um, and have just been kind of growing that through relationships and conversations and are getting ready to, to push go on the marketing strategy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I went to a Navo event um, back in, it had to have been 2018. I think I was pregnant. So uh, 2018, 2019. Uh, in New born. Jersey? No, here in Kansas City. Oh, Okay. And it was a client of yours. It wasn't you. It was a okay. client of yours. So there was a woman here in Kansas City. Her name is Lisa um, that spoke at a at a Navo event. And I wound up sitting across from her at lunch. And I was very early on in my business. And I was like, 
how did you do it? You know, like, and she, she was working with yours. She was a client of yours. And so, um, which Lisa, Lisa Chastain. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So every now and again, like you're, I'll get served your ads or something of yours will pop up, but I just like can instantly go back down that rabbit hole. And remember sitting across from her because at the time, like I was so new to entrepreneurship and I was so starry eyed. And I was like, how do people do this? You know, like I knew one way to sell. I knew the corporate America traditional, you know, very outbound cold call, cold email way to do things. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea how that translated to online entrepreneurship outside of Facebook ads. So I was very much in this really weird place. Um, I'd been selling marketing for so long, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can look at somebody's marketing and I can tell you when it's broken. Right. But I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to know when people have a sales problem. Cause there's a lot of people on the internet that look like they're wildly successful and have a sales problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so yeah. it was just like, I, I don't know. And she was working with you at the time. So that's, oh, that's, that's awesome. your name. We are, she's been on my podcast multiple times and that's we're so still like best of friends. And we actually, she interviewed me for the hundred that our episode number 100, because we're so close. And I'm like, uh, oh, I'm getting notifications. Sorry, but um, we're so close. And I'm just like, just ask me anything. Like, I feel like I, I I'm, I'm always interviewing people and, and right. maybe, you know, you can get to the nitty gritty. And so that episode 100 was fun because I started talking, uh, talked a lot about the personal things and husband right. and life and all that stuff, but she's amazing. Yeah. And she's still she's a very successful um, millennial coach for or money, millennial coach for women in Las Vegas. Um, so, okay. So let's talk. So you basically then started your own company and you went out, left corporate and did it. And so how did you, before we kind of get into sales stuff, you knew you were great at sales and you knew that was a sweet spot. So you wanted to, um, have some sort of offer around that, but you had trouble figuring out, well, how do, how do we know if people need it? So what, what did you do to have success? Cause if you started in 2018, 19, like it's only 2023 and you have seven figure business, like that's pretty fast. Sure. Pretty fast. Yeah. Tell us what you did. And and I can't take credit for it. Otherwise, you started following my shit. Unfortunately. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Can't even take credit for it. Yeah. So what did you do and how did you do it? So I did a couple of things. Um, one, I got really good about talking about my IDO clients problems. So I came from the corporate world, right? And I think of this in terms of your, you guys, right? As financial services professionals, there are terms and words that you use in your space that your IDO clients are never going to use. Right. And that's the mistake I was making. I was talking about driving revenue and like all this other stuff. And new entrepreneurs did not want to drive revenue. They just wanted to sign clients. They just wanted to quit their jobs. They just wanted to have sales conversations. Right. Like, so the first thing was, is I got really good at talking about my clients' um, problems in their language. That was the first thing I did. And the second thing was, is I started building community. So um, we had at the time, that was when Facebook groups were huge. We, when we, we shut that company down, but like we had over 7,000 people in a Facebook group and I treated that Facebook group like it was a paid mastermind. Like I served the heck out of those people. I, I, there were so like, I did so many free trainings and workshops and launches and challenges and webinars. And I, I, I did not follow the industry advice of like, teach the what, not the how. Like I was more than happy to teach you the how because you can go read a book and learn the how. The reason you needed to hire me is because you were struggling with implementation for whatever, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I, I was more than happy to teach you the how because like I said, if you could figure it out on your own, you would have done it by now. So right. I really, and that was kind of my, that was my secret sauce. I became known for the person who would actually tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm. right? I did not like, you know, everybody else is like, you can make a million overnight while sitting my ties on the beach. And I was like, no, you can't. 
eventually <laughs> there are my ties on the beach on the other end of this, but you're going to go through probably 24 to 36 months of some pretty hard stuff before you're sipping my ties on the beach. And I started telling the truth and people liked it. Yeah. 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 And I, I love that because I think that is, that's, very aligned with what I believe. And I mean, I, I, I sometimes call it TMI squared because I am telling too much information all the time. Like, and my clients know everything and anything about me, especially like my high level clients, I'm always sharing that. And every time I share the tough stuff, the struggles that I'm struggling with now, even on the podcast, I think last week I was talking about like my challenges with cash flow, and it's like, they so appreciate that because they're like, okay, cool. Like I just assume you have it all together. And then, you know, I can never have it all together. So I'll never be like that. I'm like, Oh girl, don't worry. I don't got my shit together. I got some shit together, but I got, you know, what I'm really good at though, is like, which, which to, to shine a light on what you do and why it's so important is I'm really good at sales. And it's because one, I did the training and worked for a decade to learn how to do it properly in a way that's not salesy because it's like the antithesis of what they teach you in the financial services industry. Like they teach sure. you to do, I talk about this all the time. I'm like, this is what I learned when I was, became a financial advisor. It's like, okay, here's how to sell. Let me tell you, step one, let me tell you about my company. Step right. two, let me tell, tell you about me and my why of why I'm doing this. Right. Step three, let me educate you. And then we don't say it, but this is what happens. Sure. Then I start educating them about the market or why they need to start saving or why it's not too late or whatever it is. Then step four, I'm going to go over, um, what's step four? We're going to basically go over the fact finder. That's the big one. I almost forgot which order it was, but like now it's like, let me know where all your money is. Like, so mm -hmm. I can figure out what to sell you. And then step five is like, oh, real brief moment here. Let me ask you about your goals. Pause a second. Okay. No, five minutes. No, no, that's too many. <laughs> like I need your one year, your three year, your five plus year goals, you know, and then, or maybe 10 year plus goals. And then let me tell you what to do right now so that you become a client and I can get the foot in the door approach. I don't care if it's $300 a month into your Roth, we're going to get something. So then I can always move more money later. So that's what I learned. And I tell that to all these financial services representatives or financial advisors. And they're like, yeah, they're still teaching that shit. I'm like, I know, I know. It's horrible. Right. And, and I'm like, why do you think they keep talking to you about tell the first thing is, let me tell you about my company because they don't want you to have a personal brand. They want you to lean on their brand so that if you leave, when you leave, they still got your clients. I'm like, no, peace out. No, we're not going to do it that way. So when I learned that like a really great system to understanding what the real problems are and what's holding them back from getting there and like pave the path. And here's where, you know, walk this way if you want my help. And it's like, it's just the natural next progression. Like you said, like, you're really good. Like, yeah, you can tell them everything, yep. but they're not going to do it. Nope. I have masterminds. I have coaches. They've told me everything and I don't do everything. There ain't no way I'm going to do it. Right. Right. I love coaches. Like I love accountability. I love someone telling me exactly what to do right now. Tell me how to get there even faster. And if you're not using working with a coach, you're just wasting time and leaving money and leaving love on the table. Damn. I had to go through that whole thing, Ryan. Thank you for listening. Um, and the rest of you as well. So um, what are you talk about conversations, uh -huh. conversations equals relationships. Um, tell me a little about that. Cause recently I got into George Bryant. I don't know if you're familiar with him, oh. but oh, he's phenomenal. Um, really good. But he says relationships beat algorithms. Amen. And as much as I want you guys to stay on my podcast and not go on his, I will say it's some good shit. Um, but 
same idea. So, so tell me a little bit more about how you help them with, since you're willing to give us all the how conversations and relationships kind of even from the get go, like not mm-hmm. just from, well, I have the sales conversation right now right. from the marketing standpoint into sales. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, and that's the thing where you asked me, like, how did you, how did you do it? It was, it was the relationship. Like I was willing to talk to anybody and everybody. And I, I want to clarify this advice with it. There are different, there are different steps at different stages of your journey, right? So if right. you are a financial services professional and you've got a full book of business, you have to be super selective with your time, right? If there's only five hours a week for, you know, biz dev, those five hours look very different. So then if you're newer to the business and you have 20 hours a week open that you're not doing client work and focusing on biz dev, but it was, it was focusing on talking to everybody. And I think that's what it was, was I built a personal brand of being known for sales by talking to everybody. I wasn't just taking coffees with ideal clients. Hell, I didn't know who my ideal client was. Let's not kid, Robin. I was just like, I know that I'm good at this thing and I know that other people suck at it and I can help them and this is how I'm going to do it. But I didn't know who my ideal client was. So there was no judgment in, well, who I got to go, I got to go talk to people to sell something. It was like, I got to go talk to people to, to build relationships, to build a brand. And when I started doing that, I became known for sales. So in the beginning, I worked with all sorts of different clients because it's like, oh, have you met Ryan Dowdy? Have you met Ryan Dowdy? And this was in a pre-COVID world. This was very in-person. I was networking, you know, here in Kansas City, any organization I could get my foot into, I went and I became known for, you know, teaching sales. And then of course, the more my business grew, but I was still always willing to, to take the conversation. There was no such thing as a wasted conversation. So I, maybe I had to, you know, push the conversation out three weeks, but there's no such thing as a wasted conversation because I say everybody you meet is either a potential client, a potential referral, or, um, you know, can, can get you into the right rooms, you know? And there are so many people, and, and I see this, this is more traditional sales. It's like only, you know, the outbound, only talk to, um, you know, only talk to ideal clients. Um, and I'm like, I, that's not true because, an ideal client is a one-to-one conversation. If I have a, a networking conversation with somebody who can put me on a stage with 300 of my ideal clients, you bet your ass I'm giving them 30 minutes mm-hmm, of my time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's what I meant about conversations and relationships. It wasn't lead gen, book sales calls, lead gen, book sales calls. It was like, go build relationships, become known for you know the things that you're known for. And that's really how it worked well for me because then it became referral conversations and natural conversations. So people already trusted me, right? There was never like, oh, I'm going to Google to look for somebody who teaches sales, or I'm not going to go onto LinkedIn and say, hey, who's the best sales trainer, you know, or I'm not going to go into a Facebook group and ask for advice on how to find somebody to teach me sales because you already knew me, right? So it was like the whole concept of becoming known before you're needed. And that I think is so, so, so important and so valuable, right? And especially for you all in financial services, because you know, a lot of people have the misconception, right? That they have to have money to have a financial advisor, right? To, and so, but you, there are so many people and I've, I've had a couple of clients who are in financial services where, yeah, the companies that they work for are teaching them to go after the whales, right? Go after the whales. Well, like, you know, there's a whole generation of young people that are going to be whales <laughs> probably faster um, than ever before. And you've got to become known before you need it. Right. Because otherwise they're going to meet somebody or, you know, somebody's going to refer somebody to them. So that's what I really mean about those relationships um, and being intentional because you just want it when somebody's ready for it to be the natural next step that they do business with you. So how long, like when you were doing that, be yeah. completely honest, I know you will. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like how long were you not rolling in it? Like how long did you like put time in where you were, I'm not gonna say it's wasted because every conversation is valuable, like you said, but there's no such thing as a wasted conversation. Mm -hmm. But you said there's different levels, right? There's a level where I'm going to talk to anyone, everybody, I'll give anyone 30 minutes. And I will tell you from my perspective that like, usually when I talk to people who's willing to give anybody and everybody 30 minutes of their time, whenever they say go like, Usually and not always, because I talked to this LinkedIn guy recently and he was like, brilliant. He's basically very similar to that. Like, he's like, I talked to everybody. Everybody's a COI. Everybody's a COI. But I think there's got to be some intention behind it. But, sure. but to some degree, like that's what the, the in, industry teaches, like talk to anybody and everybody, but they don't be, the difference is you knew how to drive beliefs, I bet that you didn't yes. even know, but like, or maybe you didn't know, but when you're having those conversations, you knew how to drive beliefs that would influence the fact that they're either going to come back to you, they're going to refer you, they're going to get you in front of people. So two questions there. One, because I'm give you 8,000 probably. So one is how long did it take before you actually made money doing that strategy? And then two, was there an underlying strategy that where you knew how to drive behave, beliefs and behaviors that got you a faster result than most. Because my concern is these women will talk to anybody and everybody, but they don't know how to drive action. Right. No offense, ladies. Um, and then they waste a lot of time. Yeah. So I would say it was from August to so like five months. Okay. And then it like, it started in a trickle and then we like totally turned the hose on. So like I went, I started really intentionally networking as a sales coach in August of 2018. Uh, I got like three or four small clients, like 4,500 here, 4,500 there. Um, mm -hmm. Did some one-off like coaching calls by 250 bucks. So I made a little bit of money, um, but it yeah. didn't start happening consistently until January of 2019. And I went from like, you know, $2,500 a month to $5,000 a month to $8,000 a month. And I think by the end of the year, we were rolling in about $30,000 a month. So we went That's from like $3,000 to $118,000 to about $520,000 from 2018, 2019 to 2020. So, so yeah. So like, I think you had a lot of magic in there, like yeah. that of doing that. Like you're like, cause I feel like if I were to have to start over and, I, yeah. and unfortunately I've thought about it. Um, but if I had to start over, I'd be like, yeah, I could just build relationships. And then like, I just start cashing in, you know, I'm just like, ching, ching, because I know how to sell. I know my value. And I think that's actually more important. Knowing to sell is important knowing my value, because yep. here's the thing, like you were willing to probably, you probably had some money saved and you're like, I'm willing to put in the time. I'm going to go meet all these people. Yep. And then like, and then I, I know my value mm -hmm. and you have that. Right. Yes. And so then the, I mean, to me, it's like, cause even now we, when I, I mentioned we had some cash flow issues, it's like all of a sudden things are starting to, you know, come to fruition with partnerships and companies coming to me because I've been doing this long enough. Those conversations don't always happen overnight, but like they're even bigger opportunities because I have, I stand in my value. Right. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're totally right. So I did this all as a side hustle. I also want to be clear. I had no money. Oh, wow. So I had to completely replace my salary before I could leave. So I did this while pregnant, while working full-time with a toddler. Um, so if she can do it. So can you. <laughs> and, uh, the, the thing that I had working in my favor beautifully is I had a job that was extremely flexible. I was a sale, mm -hmm. I was in sales. So it was like, I would take a coffee for my job and then tap on a coffee for my business. Or sometimes the conversations went both ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I did have that advantage that I had probably exponentially more time than your average person sitting in an office does okay. to, to, you know, coffee, lunch, coffee, my way, you know, through four or five months. 
Um, okay. because I had so much flexibility with my job, I wasn't chained to a desk in my office. So that definitely was it. Um, okay. but I also knew how to talk about, talk about what I did, like I said, in a, in a way that matters to people. So, um, I'm going to tell you as somebody not in financial services, who's talked to a lot of financial services, people just through networking. And most of them aren't talking about money and, you know, being the way that your average consumer does. So it wasn't that like I was magical or I knew exactly what to say. It was, I could speak their language, right? Like I could tell when somebody was talking to me about something that was going on, um, you know, uh, somebody, I, I knew what questions to ask, right? I knew how to talk in the language that they were using. They were like, oh, you know, I'm started this business, but it's not really going. And I knew to ask, like, how many new people are you talking to every day? Right? Like, right. Zero. Okay, cool. Right. Like, so I knew which is sales. Yeah. Yeah. How to, how to position in a non-salesy way. Right. 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 Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Or any of those other things. Um, So yeah, it was just knowing what questions to ask in the language that they spoke. That's the most important part. Like ask the questions in the language that they speak. Yeah, I, I would say I've had another podcast episode with Alex Catoni. Um, she's so good. To, her her social media is amazing, which I think most financial advisors will look at and they'll be like, I can't do that. But what I will tell you is she talks, uh, I'm just looking at it here. It's it's from um, February 2nd. How good copy can get you great clients with Alex Catoni. If you go back, I don't know the number of the episode, but go back to February 2nd, listen to that one because she talks a lot about what you're saying, Ryan, with language and understanding their problems. And she's so good at communicating that right. um, she like her YouTube channel took off because she just kept consistent and, mm-hmm. and everybody has a different way to do it. Right. You were consistent with conversations you, and you had your zone of genius and you knew how to ask questions and not everybody does. They go to coffee and they spend all this time working, talking to anybody and everybody. They have no idea how to drive beliefs or drive action, get someone to the next step. And so they just waste a lot of time and now people know them, but they don't necessarily know them as an expert. So like right. if you have a conversation with someone and you had many and you leave that conversation, where they think you're an expert because you know the right questions to ask and you know how to stand in your value. It's very different than someone going to coffee without any call to action, any drive, any way to ask the right questions except for tell me about your business. And then what they do is unfortunately what the company teaches them to do is then they start getting in pitch mode in a coffee and you're like, oh God, no, like don't start telling me how amazing your company is. Like when this is supposed to be like a conversation, not a sales call, <laughs> right? So I think um, all that comes in handy. And um, another thing I want to drive your attention to guys, uh, as far as just uh, good episodes to go back to, in case you haven't listened to every single one of my episodes, um, I did also talk about uh, back, it was November 2nd, I wrote this one down, how to find or clone your ideal clients. And so what I was going to ask you next, Ryan, is, is you said there's kind of a, a place for it, right? So we start with, sometimes you have to like cast a really wide net and the industry teaches you that everyone, you know, anybody who has a pulse, anyone who can fog a mirror, and then you go there. And I like to get people on the same level playing field much faster, because I think it's really unfair. I, I remember I, I interviewed this one woman way back when, not on a podcast, but I just talked to her and she was an executive in New York and she had been an advisor, a financial advisor for two years. She was making $2 million a year. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. How did you do that? You know, and she was an executive in New York. And so she had all these super high net worth 
friends mm-hmm. and people in her network. And she did a lot of things right to build that career. And then she knew this guy who owned a financial company and she worked for him and she was really passionate about it. And he was a great investor and really, you know, well-known. And so she just started like meeting with the people who had a lot of money and then just referred them to him and he would manage the money. And I'm like, Oh damn, like, that's not fair. Like I was 29 when I started and I didn't have like, I got friends in high place. No, I had them in low places. Right. <laughs> so I was a singer songwriter. We like came a financial advisor and I'm 29 years old. And like, I didn't have those like super wealthy or if they, if I did, they were relatives who like did not think I was very credible. Right. But I think to level the playing field, if you start getting clear on who you want to attract now that we have all this access to people on LinkedIn and we have access to everyone on social media. And like, I I've been, um, had the pleasure of interviewing Mel Robbins because she was accessible. Like everyone's accessible if you have enough value, but you have to have some messaging and you have to stand in your value and have something to say, which I think people get caught up with. But I will say that like, well, and this is my question to you, Ryan is like, once you, had those many conversations and you got clear about your purpose and your brand and who you're best at helping, did you get more targeted to attract those, those specific people? And I, and my guess would be that you grew even faster. Is that true? Or? Absolutely. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kept reiterating, right? It was anybody and everybody. And then it was like, Ooh, actually, you know who I'm really good at is people who are in my situation, right? People who were side hustling, had to replace a corporate salary, you know, that sort of stuff. People that, that were willing to pay with money because they didn't have time. Right. I find that people are willing to pay one of two ways. They'll pay with time or they'll pay with money. I found that people that were side hustling were willing to pay with money more than they were willing to pay with time. Mm. So that worked out better for me. Right. So so then I got better and better about talking to them and what was going which on. Which was you. Like that's yes. exactly which is which is very typical that your first ideal client is like a version of you at one yes. point. Like you were side hustling, you mm-hmm. freaking replace your income. You have that story. And so if you're gonna target me and I had a similar like I, I have a side hustle, but I'm not making much money, I'm like, damn, Ryan, like teach me how you did it. Right. It's awesome. And and I got really, I got really good at that. And then, and then it got even more specific. It's like, okay, now I know that I don't want to work with, sorry, I don't want to work with a mompreneur. I don't like, I I was getting calls of like questions like, well, how do I work around nap time? I'm like, I don't know. My kids go to daycare. Like I can't, I can't help you with that. Right. So then it was like, okay, cool. Well now we need to put a dollar amount on it. Right. So then it became, we just, we helped, we help women leave, you know, their nine to five and build successful businesses. And then it was like build six figure businesses and more because I wanted the woman who, you know what I'm saying? And so every time I got, I got, I'd sign a couple of clients and we get them into coaching calls and we get them. I'm like, okay, cool. We need to polish. We need to spend, we need to polish. We need to spend till we got to the point where we were talking very specifically to where our tagline was. We helped high achieving women leave their nine to five and build six figure businesses and beyond. Right. But it started as I teach sales to anybody who wants to sell more stuff. Right. But, but see, I love that because that's why, like what I'm saying about messaging, like I always say messaging is an unfamiliar term used. Like it's not used in in the financial industry. They don't know what messaging is. And what you're talking about right now is you just got clearer and clearer and clearer about your messaging and now it resonates more and more, but how do you do it? You talk to probably hundreds of people. I actually teach a strategy. um, We have something called the tag challenge of the appointment generator challenge. And it's all about interviewing, like not to like spoil alert, tell, tell everybody what it, what it is, but the strategy is actually interviews. And so like, I'm telling them, I'm actually in the middle of it right now, as we're recording this, I have day four today, but the five day challenge, how to get five quality appointments in five days. And the hook is an interview. And we often tell them like, why not consider writing a book? Because then if you're considering writing a book, you can say, Hey, I'm considering writing a book. Can I interview you for my book? It's pretty good credibility, right? It doesn't have to be a book, but it just works really well. 
But then what really happens is what you're talking about that you did in a different way, which is the same, right? You talk to so many people and then you got really clear on the, well, the person that you really resonated with, the person that actually, you know, wanted your help or like really respected and appreciated your value, got clear and clear on who that person is and how to communicate to them. And now like understanding their problems and what they really want, which is all messaging really is. And then now you know how to drive faster action and now you can do it in less time. And now you don't have to talk to everybody and everybody. And you're like, mompreneurs are freaking great for somebody else, but not for me. And now you repel people and that's how you really get to quality, quality clients even faster. Yeah. hundred percent. That was how we did. But I also like, I want to be clear too. Like we were, we were making money at that time, right? Like I think that's something I see so much with women. And I don't know if you see this as much with the women you serve here in financial services is they feel like they have to be all the way to the, we help high achieving women leave their nine to five and build six figure businesses and beyond before they start to process. Yeah. Right. Like you have to take action first because I didn't know that I wanted to work with that client until I worked with somebody who wasn't that client. Right. Totally. So it's that whole concept of, Oh, okay. Well, I clearly want to go after people who already have assets because that's how I'm going to make money. But I actually find that people that are at this phase of life, life, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're not a good fit. And here's why. So it's all about kind of learning through trial and error. So I, I also, you know, got there and I was also willing to take the shitty clients, pardon my French, um, to learn. And I know that's a little mm-hmm. different in your world because oftentimes your clients are clients for a very, well, very, very, no, I, I mean, I think it's really similar because when I first started, like, you know, I mean, Again, I wasn't as t- as intentional as I teach my clients to be, but I think first of all, that principle you just said, I want to reiterate is like action first and imperfect action. And as I'm in this challenge right now, someone just posted and she's like, cause we're talking about, Hey, doing these book interviews. And she's like, Oh guys, I was doing really well, but then I don't know, like now I'm getting confused about what the book's about. And I'm like, girl, like it's about, it's so simple. It's like who you want to target. And we get clear on who that clone is, who's that person that she wants to clone. We call it cloning. And she wanted, she said, pharmacists, um, physicians, and what was the other one, but something similar to that, um, nurses, nurse practitioners. And so I'm like, cool. So you can say health practitioners or health providers or something like that. And then I said, Susie Orman has a book called women and money. (laughs) Like that's like, you know, and you could say health practitioners and money or, and finances, but we get caught up on this, like, oh, it has to be perfect. And so then they, you know, they, God forbid will be judged and don't want to take action. And I always say like the first, the the number one, not first, but the number one concern that we women have is like what people are going to think of us of course, and the judgment, like the fear of judgment. And what you're talking about is action. Like you got to take action. And then I always say you can make it better later. Like take action and you can always make it better later. Take action. You can always make it better later. And that, I I really do think the difference like that, because I find a lot of similarities with you and you and me is like, Mm -hmm. I always take action to a fault. Like I'm very trigger happy. And so if there's anything I need to work on is, is I have to actually slow down and like ready aim fire because i'm just like ping, 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 fire 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 and like like eventually you hit the target because you fire yeah. enough you fire enough you fire enough and that's why i've been successful but like to scale you can't just keep firing right. to like get to that like multi multi-million million dollar mark there were two millions in there that's how much multi multi-million um but it's like you have to actually breathe calm yeah. the f down and get clear on what you want and then do it do it in a, in a, I wouldn't say the right way, but do it in a more intentional way. Yeah. Totally yeah. Agree. Totally. That's, 
That's awesome. So we'll tell them where to find you. This is great. I feel like we could talk forever, but maybe sure. we'll just have to bring you back on. This is great. Tell them yeah, where to find you. Absolutely. Um, so it's kind of fun. Like we're, we're talking about sales. I don't play as much in the sales game anymore. Um, so great places to find us for on Instagram uh, at be in the room official. We are, I'm on Facebook as Ryan Dowdy uh, with two ends. Our websites be in the room.org. Our agency is the connection agency.com. And I just, I love to talk to people and um, have cool conversations. So I'm very open to connection. That's awesome. Okay. Give us one more minute on the, what'd you call it? The connection, what? The connection agency. Yeah. Connection agency. So tell us, you said, I'm not really in sales anymore. So tell us just a a little plug on what you do exactly. So people know like how that might, how that might fit into their life. Yeah. The agency. So it's actually came out of Um, I was doing a lot of one-on-one coaching and a lot of one-on-one consulting. And the biggest challenge I found high performers have is execution. Um, So I was like, you should do this, this, and this. And they were like, well, it took me six months to find the person to do these six things. So we actually just started. So we we consult and do a lot of done for you marketing. So we do everything Mm -hmm. from um, social sales, CRM to, uh, you know, building marketing funnels, um, you know, helping people set up launches and challenges like the ones you run. So okay, we are cool. expert. I, I live launched my face off. So I have helped a lot of people run challenges and launches in that way. So we build all of those assets and provide. Cool. Those yeah. Cause when you get to that certain level, like all I care about is just finding the right person to do it for me, please. God, just help me do it. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's what I found is I wanted to consult with the high achiever, but I was like, their biggest issue is, yeah, you were like, well, working on 12 projects right now. And, you know, so I was like, how do I, how do I get them into action? And like, for the things that I can do for them, we need to just do for them. So that's what we've been doing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. Check out Ryan with two N's Dowdy on Facebook and the connection agency on Instagram. Sure. Yep. Yep. Did I do it right? You did it right. All right. Nailed it. And again, we will see you next time on growing your financial business the woman's way. Feel free to send us an email at support at robincrane.com. Let us know you like it. Do you want different types of episodes? You want to bring Ryan back or what is it that you want? Want some solo episodes? Tell us what you want and we will give it to you. That's what we want to do for you. So give us a little note, send us a message, uh, follow us on uh, all the socials, and then we'll get to talk soon. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.